we can use the same one, I guess. Make it play backwards. I can do that. I don't know how it'd sound. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Welcome to Conversations on Tap. This is the Debates on Tap side project. I don't really know um, what what this actually is. Uh, this is a podcast where we drink, we ramble, and you win, listener. I am I am <laughs> oh I am God. Brendan. I'm Brian, and I'm Vargas. And you're welcome, world. <laughs> we decided the world needed more of us yelling into the ether, and no, that's no. oh what. That's the whole problem, man. No. We're not yelling. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. This is the one where we don't yell. <laughs> no, no. Here's the problem. You just started a debate with him, and now God, we're just on our now own show. Now we're arguing. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm so used to it. Oh, man. No. This is, uh, uh, yeah, we wanted to go in depth on some things that we found out uh, doing the show. Right. That we wanted to talk about more. Uh, our show, Debates on Tap, started off as a 30-minute podcast, and it's quickly... <laughs> I would say devolved into an hour, yeah. hour-long podcast. We really <laughs> loosened the format. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to try to keep this one at 30 minutes, but it's going to be much more rambling, uh, in-depth rambling right. about more narrow topics, I yeah. guess. And that's a 30 minutes, just like Debates on Tap is 30 minutes, right? Probably. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's an hour. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Right. <laughs> but uh, so this is our... Uh, Lift our liftoff episode, our inaugural episode. Conversations yeah. on tap one. So bear with us. We'll get the kinks ironed out. Rawr. Oh God, he was Is a that bear. Your bear. Yeah, yeah, he was, that a, bear. was a nice bear. I, w- I wouldn't mess <laughs> with you. I thought he was doing the gay bear thing. Oh no, I was trying to figure out a way to work tiger in there, but <laughs> didn't didn't pan out. So as you can tell, you can expect the same kind of content that you get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on debates on great time. jokes, good times, high quality dad jokes. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, if, uh, two debates on tap ago. Yeah, I asked the one before. Yeah, yeah, I asked for uh, a sci-fi movie from a list of five. Now you guys chose Blade Runner twenty forty nine and Annihilation. Right. So we're going to talk about not those movies, and we're going to talk about other sci-fi movies. Maybe specifically the ones that were on that list. Mm-hmm. I remember you guys told me you wanted. I had Prometheus on the list, yeah, and you guys wanted to nix that one and well, tell me to. It, it's because I know we talked a little bit about those movies that were on your list, and basically that I think all of them you should watch. Um, yeah, Snowpiercer was on there, was and say, then we don't remember the other one. Let's Fuck. Nobody remembers. Why do we keep doing this? We did this. Yeah, we we did did this every time. Every time I brought up this fucking movie, that that one movie, I'm like, what was that goddamn movie? Alien Covenant, Snowpiercer, Blade Runner, Annihilation, and and then no one, no one knows. (laughs) So it, it, Literally, like it's like a blank spot in my brain. Yeah, like, I just can't. Yeah, we both instantly latched onto the movies we were gonna do. I know. We, everything I, yeah. else flew out of my brain. Basically. Nothing mattered. But uh, but yeah. So I'm curious as to why both of you wanted to. You touched on it a little bit, but why both of you wanted to nix Prometheus and go Alien Covenant instead? Well, I I want to start by saying I think. Much like Sucker Punch. <laughs> Stop. I no, I think I think Prometheus got way more hate than that movie. Oh, deserved. I can agree with that. It's not a good movie. No, that's the thing. It's a fine movie. Oh yeah. It's not a good alien movie. It's filled with dumb characters. It's but a sci-fi movie. We're still talking about Sucker Punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, here's the thing, and and I think I've told both of you this before, but what defines and not maybe not a good but a watchable movie to me right. is that if it entertains the person. And Prometheus yeah. is very entertaining. They're, yeah. But I, I think I'm like Vargas. The fact that it was billed and hyped up as we're gonna well, one, I have a huge problem with Alien came out in nineteen seventy-nine. Yeah. And I I do not give two shits about finding out where the xenomorph came from, why all this stuff. Like, who cares? The xenomorph works as a perfect killing machine, and that's that's all you need. Ridley Scott. You don't need to know how it grew up and how its parents treated it. I don't need to know that David. (laughs) Bro, backstory. (laughs) I don't need to know David the robot creating basically creating the the xenomorphs, as you find out, Alien Covenant. I need to go watch Alien. Yeah, Covenant. they're they're bonkers <laughs> movies, and and don't I think Alien Covenant works better as an alien movie because it's scarier, it's yeah. more in line with that stuff. But but both movies are so concerned with finding out why the xenomorph. It doesn't ask how is the xenomorph. <laughs> no one has that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but no, but I mean, I know we touched a little bit on Prometheus and how it has some really great like philosophical existential questions. That's essentially what it, what it is. It's a very existential movie. Well, that's, that's where the whole alien prequel thing, right? That's the whole alien prequel right. duology we have so far is like, what would happen if you met your creator and they, and you subsequently created something and they hated you because that's, that's a really interesting point in Prometheus is that there's a lot of really cool, like interesting stuff regarding I know you talk about like Jesus Christ as a as an alien. The original treatment for Prometheus that uh, the guy from Lost uh, wrote, he he did a draft on uh, the engineers, the creators of the human race, and all these other different races and the xenomorphs eventually, or the proto xenomorph. Uh, Jesus Christ was an engineer, was an alien, yeah. like basically helping bring life onto the planet. And they, <laughs> as they were going to film, they quickly quickly nixed that because like I don't think that that's going to work. <laughs> that uh, that theory though, that's one of my. I, I don't necessarily theory, believe yeah. it, but yeah, that that uh, aliens have been disguised. They disguise themselves as Jesus, as Nikola Tesla, right. as all these things to like help us. And people like they deified. It's a theory. I don't right. like. I said don't believe it, but they yeah, deified so Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But the fact that don't bring me down. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that that's a gravity joke. I get it. Prome- I get it. Prometheus shoots for those big existential questions. And then it's filled with so many like just dumb characters and just kind of misses the mark on like being an alien prequel and being a legit, really satisfying, like sci-fi philosophical movie. So it becomes a who's your maker movie rather than an alien movie. Well, yeah. so here's the thing though, is like, it's, it's the same kind of, it's the same vein as Ridley Scott explored in Blade Runner. Sure. Where, like, if instead of aliens, it had been robots making robots or right. something, it would have worked better. It just... Because... People got caught up in yeah. the fact that it was an alien movie. Like, if if that movie had just been billed as... As al- just Prometheus. As, as alien... As just a movie. Ridley Scott makes a sci-fi movie, and then the end of it was, oh, shit... That's a xenomorph. Yeah. People would have lost their mind. I still probably wouldn't have liked it. Really? Yeah, because it's just, I, I personally, I still don't think Prometheus is a good mo- like a, a good movie. Like, it's still not, it, in the alien pantheon, it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, it doesn't really fit. Um, but even still, it, it's like, the main conceit of the movie is they find the engineers, like people, like million, hundred years in the future, blah, blah, blah. They're, they go to a planet where they think the engineers have landed or they get like some type of like they find a star map star map. That's what it was. Yeah. And they, and they trace the to the engineers they, yeah. and then they spend a lot of time doing a lot of dumb things. 
They get attacked by alien creatures. All kinds of stuff happens. They take off a lot of helmets. Yeah. Places where they shouldn't be wearing helmets. David, the android, finally finds an engineer, can find out how to talk to him. And that's one of my favorite parts of the movie happens towards the end when the engineer, uh, like one, one character who is, I will remain spoiler free as best I can. No, no, no. I, I say if you're listening to this show conversation on tap, <laughs> there's going to be spoilers. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's just go with that. Uh, he is Wayland. Uh, he is one of the people, who, the progenitors of like the Wayland Yutani corporation from alien. Uh, his main goal, he's like a hundred and some odd years old yeah. in the movie or something like that. And you're uh, throughout the whole movie. You assume he's dead. And then at the end, turns out, no, he's actually alive. He's on this mission secretively to find the engineers because he wants to meet his maker. He wants to know why this has happened. And you also find out Charlize Theron is his daughter in a very ho- like horrible, like she's kneeling in front of him and she like says something snarky and says, father. And you're like, ah, get the fuck out of here. Like that's yeah. the dumbest shit. Um, but it, it, it's interesting conceit in the movie where uh, this character, David the android, who this man has created because that's the whole Wayland Corporation, they go, they wake, awaken the engineer. The engineer looks at the man and then David talks to him because David's figured out his language because he's a robot. And the creature engineer looks back and forth and he realizes, oh my God, I've created this human who in turn has created his own false life and murders them all. And it's a super interesting thought. And then the movie becomes, I eh, just blow everything up. <laughs> and then it just like, and then you get a weird, like somehow a, xenomorph shows up at the end and it's like okay well if they would have stuck with again i i, I say cut out any all alien ties. any alien ties at yeah. all and just have ridley scott make this really interesting sci-fi yeah. movie about people meeting their alien creators and their alien creators hate them because of what they've done well and that's the thing is i think that's the movie really scott wanted to make mm-hmm. and the studio was like no you should make an alien movie yeah so he because he's gone on record and said that he wants to explore the relationship between yeah. androids and humanity. Yeah, he wanted to make almost like alien adjacent. Yeah. Like he did not want to make, here's how the aliens became aliens. Right. He wanted to make, again, like you said, like that whole creator, create thing. And I think that's a much more fascinating thought, but you don't get that in Prometheus. Well, Ridley Scott agrees with you. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> Like, well, it sounds like you know who did the story better was the original Mass Effect. It sounds like that because mm. if you yeah, follow that, like yeah. that creator story, like I don't know. Uh, but excuse me, didn't uh, uh, oh fuck, I forgot now what I was gonna say. Shit, this is what happens. Conversations <laughs> on tap, that's why you need a notebook. That's true. Uh, right I forgot to buy the notebook, <laughs> and that's the problem. And in, in, in Alien Covenant is also in the vein of trying to like David, the robot is now on a planet because at the end of the movie, playing a flute, <laughs> yeah, basically a lot of flute in this movie. he is starting to experiment with the alien, like creatures, it, like this that weird engineer goo. And he is essentially like bio engineered xenomorphs. And it's interesting, but it's also, t- and it's more like it leans more into the horror and the weirdness and the coolness. But again, it's, it falls back on the whole, like, I don't care about knowing how the Xenomorphs got. I, I just, I think it's far more interesting that uh, in my head, when I watched the original alien, that these people found this planet, they found the eggs and that's it. Like this crazy creature that is perfection, like literally a like uh, shark in space. Like that's, I mean, that's, that's yeah. far more interesting to me than 
actually a robot created from bio, from an engineer goo that creates life and does this blah blah blah, blah and it's like well eh, okay, what's that clover the cloverfield paradox that was originally the god particle or yeah. something like yeah, that well, uh, and both. like the first 15 minutes are super interesting because it's the god particle basically oh and then they but sh- then they bring then they cloverfield bring the clover in stuff yeah. and it's not as interesting yeah but, and that's the thing like the the stuff they're doing with the Oh, a robot made it. It's like it's comic book stuff. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. If you care about the lore, it's yeah. interesting. Like, yeah. I've read almost every Alien comic that's out there. Right. So, like, you know, I like reading about the alternate alien forms mm-hmm. and the xenomorph mm-hmm. takes on different forms based on the generations of different animals that the right. the uh, facehuggers have impregnated. Through. You know, like, right. But as a what? Mo- that's what yeah. I'm saying. It gets bonkers. It gets, that sounds awesome. It's insanity. There's a, a whole uh, comic book where a guy tries to teach a xenomorph. He tries to domesticate right. a xenomorph. It does not go well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, to put it lightly. But that's that's the stuff that should be relegated to comics. Yeah, like, and, and I think there's this whole thing with, oh, there's this old property. Let's make more of it or prequels to it. Like Solo. See, I like Solo, Solo too. Solo is a lot of fun, but did we did we need it? What does it tell us about this character? What is what is new or interesting okay, about the Did we movie? need the prequels or the sequels no. or a second Star Wars movie? We didn't need matter, the prequels. But, well, we definitely needed Empire Strikes Back. But that's I mean, if you're going to go down that line, that's the Where ultimate, do you stop? That, that's the thing. But I think no movie needs a sequel. Well, it's the whole Pat Oswalt thing about Darth Vader. Do you want to see how Darth Vader became Darth Vader? Yeah, he fucking murdered and killed people. That's awesome. <laughs> but he's a kid. Like, why? Why do we need that? Nobody wants that, of course. Yeah. But like, there are some people that do. But again, that's the thing is there's the crowd who wants to know every single thing about their favorite character. Right. And there's a crowd who wants to leave that mystery of Darth Vader's this badass that comes well, in through the it's, night. It, yeah, it's knowing it's knowing Darth Vader's past versus watching him do stuff. Yeah. There are people <laughs> that want to watch him do stuff, and yeah. there are people that and yeah, you know, it's a Venn diagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I'm on, on on more on the side of like wanting to know all of the lore of a thing. Yeah, uh, and you probably would really enjoy Prometheus and Covenant. Yeah, but I mean, I guess yeah, just because I'm not as familiar with yeah. that universe as you guys are. Uh, so it'd be kind of like a baseline of like, oh, so that's how they came about right. instead of, you know. I, I think finding out lore versus like something like solo are two different things because lore, well, I lore seen solo either. Well, lore is interesting. Lore is like a deep dive into like history and things like that. Not necessarily like here's how Han Solo became Han Solo. It's like I don't that care. Is, that is the lore. I, I don't no I, I don't care how Han Solo became Han Solo. Han Solo is just Han Solo. He's just this fun get, character. He's I think he's, he's making more of the point of finding out about the Mandalorian Wars versus finding out about Han Solo getting the Millennium Falcon. Well, but, but that's right? that's why. Yeah, they, I mean, we got we got everything we needed to know about. He won it from a bet from Lando Calrissian. Boom, done. But that's why they. I don't want a, a forty-five minute sequence in Solo about how he got. Okay. The Millennium so Falcon. That, that's why they didn't make. Star Wars Episode Zero Han Solo. They made Solo. <laughs> well, and there's a reason why Which is, Solo yeah, technically a side. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why they halted all the side stories in Solo because Solo didn't make any money. Right. Which and it was is, reviewed very is, poorly because we. But was it was that, as good as Rogue it. One. I I think Rogue One's way better. I was gonna say. <laughs> well, this is what I was gonna say though, hey, guys. Conversations bring it, on bring tap. It to debates on tap. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Which know, is better, Solo or Rogue One? Go. <laughs> I know what I'm picking. Favorite the prequels. Favorite Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, no, no, because 
because then you're you go in the almost the chicken the egg situation. Do you think Rogue One is a better movie? And and this is rhetorical. Please do not shout out the answers because I'm going to ask him. I'm going to get ready to shout. I'm I'm shouting right now. (laughs) Getting my shouting breath. (laughs) Do you think Rogue One is better because it's actually a better movie or because you are more interested in the the backstory of that lore? And then conversely to Vargas, do you think that Solo is better because you're more interested in Han Solo than you are on how they got the Death Star plans? Right? Right. So that's that's the, the, the chicken egg. Like for people... And now I haven't seen Solo. I've seen Rogue One, and I liked it a lot. So maybe the production value, the acting is worse, and so I don't know. But and again, Solo is fine. There, yeah. Solo is fun. It's a it, it's a movie that sh- got shit on a lot that I don't think it should have got shit on as much. I still don't think it's necessary. Um, but I, I, I and there's a whole thing with like Lord and Miller, the guys who made uh, the Lego Movie and were had a hand in creating uh, Spider Man, uh, the new the Into animated the multiverse, Spider-Man. yeah. Um, they were, <laughs> they were, they started filming yeah. solo and then Disney kicked them off a of solo because they were kind of like, because they were two guys and it didn't make sense. Well, yeah, they were kind of like th- from everything I've read, it's basically, <laughs> Hey, you guys, <laughs> should, you guys should direct a movie by the way, <laughs> unrelated to our yeah. topic. But, but basically everything I had read is that they had, they were kind of playing a little fast and loose with like improving and like the story beats and stuff like that. Yeah. And they wanted in like Kathleen Kennedy and Disney were kind of like, well, let's like streamline this a little bit Kennedy more. Write it. Uh, that- Kathleen Kennedy. She's like the head of like the Disney, um, Star Wars, Star Wars, like yeah. basically she's so like the president of all that shit. The common trend. I so then they brought now. in Ron Howard to finish solo and it feels very much like a, Hey, you know this is happening. And this a, is going to happen, B. and this is going to happen. Set up and shoot it and go. Like, so what I'm noticing is that studios are ruining these movies for you more often than not. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course, Basically. anytime you have a studio step in, let's take the studios out of movies. Be fine. Honestly, if you could just get angel investors for all of them to just give money to I mean, the actual creator, and, and no, 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 I think studios are a fine thing. Yeah. Deadpool. I w- yeah, I was joking. Somebody, around, yeah, somebody. But, at Fox had to believe in Deadpool, but the thing is, Fox left Deadpool alone. They yeah. said, "They said, here's your twelve million dollars." They said, "Do literally make, do make what the you movie, do." We, can. we don't, ca- you know, it, it's almost a. It's twelve million dollars. That's nothing that's what I mean. to us. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, and they had to cut. A ton the, of there's that a reason movie. why there's no guns in the final sequence yeah. because they couldn't they afford they to. Couldn't they afford literally to could not afford to do any like shooting or visual they had effects. It, they for had that it stuff storyboarded, and it was going to be a huge gunfight. And then they had Deadpool forget his guns in the cab because they couldn't afford it. Right. Which, by the way, is amazing. It's almost as good yeah. of an improv as Harrison Ford just shooting the yeah. guy. Because <laughs> he, uh, he had dysentery. Yeah, yeah, he was whatever. shitting his brains out and was like, I'm not going to fight this guy. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to shoot him. But that's what I mean. If, if more studios did that, right. if they said, I guess the angel investor thing applies to studios just as well. You know, we agree. With, yeah, if their hands are off of it, then. Yeah. We agree with your vision. Yeah. You know, if, if all that stuff is set up ahead of time, instead of getting into shooting, you know. Right. If the studio has a vision of where they want a franchise to go, that's fine too. But Wait, like, yeah, which, set that stuff up ahead of time. That stuff's kind of start happened to Rogue One a little bit too. Like he, yeah. like he made the movie and then he submitted it to Lucasfilms and all that stuff, and they kind of went, "Well, we think like parts of it don't work." So like, almost the entire ending was like they went back and like reshoots are a normal part of a movie. Yeah. Like we're not that, that's just a normal thing that happens. But the reshoots for Rogue One, like even the director was like, "Yeah, we're almost out of my hands. I don't, I didn't have any." 
any say in a lot of what happened in the end of that movie. And you can even look and see uh, a lot of like in the trailers and things like that. There's a lot of shots in the finale parts of the movie in the trailer that aren't in the movie at all. Right. Which are very, it's very interesting. And I mean, you could say that with even uh, like Fantastic Four and uh, I can't remember who the guy who made that movie. Uh, but he straight up says, he's like, yeah, I had nothing to do with them reshooting the movie, any of that stuff. Like, and that's mo- why you see now so many directors walking away completely from a movie because they can yeah. see it going yeah. down that road and they don't want to have a Fantastic Four situation right. where it's trash and their name's tied to it. Yeah. So so here's the interesting, though. The, the flip side of that coin is if you have a studio that does have a solid idea of what they want to do, the world they want to build, the stories they want to tell, mm-hmm. uh, you have, like, I'm thinking Edgar Wright with Ant-Man. Right. Right. So yeah. Marvel knows the stories they want to tell. They have good storytellers on mm-hmm. staff to create that universe. Obviously, Kevin Feige is like yeah. the king of mm-hmm. spearheading all that stuff. But you know, they've got Jeff Loeb as a, one of the TV guys, mm-hmm. and they have really talented people running that franchise. Um, but they, you know, they Edgar Wright left for yeah, and, and creative he, he did not leave because anything bad happened. He just said. He this wanted the movie. I want yeah, to make. he wanted yeah. to make an Ant Man movie, not an Ant Man mixed into with a Marvel Universe movie. Right. And Ant Man is fine. It's a movie that whenever Molly and I were rewatching all the Marvel movies, I went, "I know what happens. I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want, I don't need to watch that one again." But, but yeah, so. so. But it's it's the flip side of that where right, 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 right. Have- Marvel has this big vision of what's going to happen, and people like Edgar Wright, unfortunately, who we think should make good movies or can make good movies. Um, are just like just can't or just won't do it, right? You know? And yeah, it sucks. But I mean, one day we've got plenty of great Edgar Wright movies, and I'm very happy with well, things like Baby Driver. Yeah, Baby Driver. I'm glad he went on to make Baby it, Driver yeah. rather than yeah. Ant Man, I guess. But but yeah, so that, well, and there's a difference. Yeah, the the no bad blood thing. Yeah, he's established enough. I feel like that he can just he doesn't. If, if he's not telling the story that he wants to tell, mm-hmm. he can just fuck Walk off. Away. Yeah, yeah. He, he's fine with that. He's made enough great movies that people well, love. And, and Marvel is a franchise. They're not going to... No one's going to be hurting to find a director <laughs> for Ant-Man. Like, right. Yeah, really. Oh, do you want to direct a new Marvel franchise? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I always think is so funny when you read, you know, oh, Entertainment Weekly reports that whoever is interested in being in a Marvel movie, fucking of course <laughs> they are. Who You're guaranteed a be? billion dollars. Like, come on. <laughs> What is your what is your favorite Marvel movie, Vargas? The one that's already been made. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what? like in the MCU? Yeah, that you've with, seen with, with your eyes. Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. High hopes for Captain Marvel. I mean, all the early word is very very positive. So except for the neck beards on I mean, Rotten Tomatoes, fedoras. There's a female superhero. She sucks. She can be stronger off. than a man superhero. <laughs> Idiots. I hate them all. You know what? Let's go down this road. <laughs> Let's well, talk about chads and. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking on that, it's like people who are so pissed off about the new Star Wars trilogy, like all because people had this preconceived notion about Luke. Luke Skywalker is going to be this master Jedi, and that's who he is, and then he's going to be this awesome guy. And then if you look at the whole Star Wars as a whole, Luke saw that the Jedi way wasn't going to work, shouldn't work. And he's like, well, I'm just going to be a hermit and do my own thing. And a bunch of neckbeards went, no, that's not how Luke Skywalker should be. But we like Jedi. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, people. 
Um, but I, I just think being a fan is great, but also don't fan, be a dickhead. Fan backlash is weird. I like whenever they first announced Ghostbusters 2016 and they, and they said, we're going to make all female cast and it's a bunch of funny, legit yeah. comedians and a bunch of people neck beards went, no, I'm not going to watch. It doesn't sound funny at all. Okay. To the point they harassed Leslie Jones off of Twitter. Like, well, and building on top of that, I'm just going to say Ghostbusters is a franchise that I still don't understand. Like, it's two good movies. Oh, but, oh but, yeah. But like, I understand. Yeah. The, they, they came out 25 years Correct. ago. In a not a great cartoon and kind of some other stuff. Yeah. But like, what are we doing? How is that a thing that people like? Yeah. Um, and, and that's what, like, I don't know what your thoughts on Ghostbusters 2016 are. I think it's a very fine and funny movie up until like the last battle and then it gets really off the rails because because of studio interference like they basically I was just going to make that joke but now it's real so it's not funny anymore what that the, I was like oh did the studio step in they, but did. they did like they, they, they did not funny yeah. anymore. Paul, Paul Feig Paul Feig yeah whatever that guy's name is he talks about yeah he's like yeah they wanted a they did not want the ending we envisioned and they wanted a giant ghost battle ending and it's a big butthole in the sky and it's <laughs> The usual <laughs> laser, yeah. and, like it's just that it's usual sky shit. beam. Like yeah. I don't want that. It's I hate the that usual shit. laser laser buttholes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and that's uh, goddamn. So, but now they've announced a new Ghostbusters movie with the son of the original writer. Yeah, Ghostbusters. John Landis, his son. Uh, right. <laughs> Reitman. Oh, Reitman. God. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Landis is the American werewolf in London. <laughs> yeah. His son is a. He comic does book have writer. a son. Yeah, who who created Bright on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. He said, with the son of the guy. Yeah, John Landis, his son. <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. Whatever. But, uh, but Reitman has said, I, I think his name's, it's Jason Reitman, yeah. Yeah. He has said that it's going to be, it, it, everything it sounds like, it's going to be more of a like Stranger's Thing type of Ghostbusters movie. It's going to be set, I think, in the 80s. It's yeah. going to be like kids, Ghostbusters type stuff. and Stranger Things with Ghostbusters? Basically. I think that's kind of... Stranger Busters. <laughs> Oh, Ghost Stranger Busters, Ghostbusters things, Stranger Busters. That's just that's just kids going around kicking dudes with khakis and little mustaches in the dick. <laughs> do you remember combed the, over do you remember hair? Our, do you remember our band name that we coined last episode? the The album title is is uh, Stranger Buster. Oh yeah, yeah. I what? forgot the name of the band. Oh, I forgot the name of the band. Something. It wasn't Stranger. Yeah, it was like it was a death metal. No, no, no. Yeah. The the album title oh, is going to be Stranger Buster. Thirty yeah. day death ritual. 30. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty day death ritual. This is their Come new out their single new Stranger album. Buster. There, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so. I, it's such a weird thing that, quote unquote, you might hear that a lot on conversations on Twitter. We don't, we don't say that ever. Yeah, come it. It's it's like they get this thing that they love, and nothing has ever loved them, so they have to love this thing so hard it becomes theirs. Yes, and if anybody messes with it. It changes what they love yes. and who they are at a, as a person. Well, yeah. And in that, not only that, it also came out with The Last Jedi that there was a, a legit Russian backed troll campaign to like make people to push, like make it seem like it was the backlash was worse than it was because the, the Last Jedi is like the best Rotten Tomato reviewed movie of the Star Wars movies. Uh, like one of the best fan reviewed movies too. But yet you have this weird subsection of these idiots who hate Ryan Johnson and the last Jedi and as well as like, it's like, and it seemed like it was this giant echo chamber on Twitter for so long I, of people who hated the last Jedi. And I was like, 
did people watch this movie? I don't right, think I right. saw, I don't know if you saw this Mark Hamill tweet. You might have, he retweeted this, this lady and now it could have been, you know, it could have been a bot or whatever it was, but this lady, it was the scene where, where Luke is, is fucking with Ray yeah. with the light, like say, Oh, and someone, everything. yeah. Ah, yeah. I saw this. And the, the, the person is like, this isn't my star Wars. Why is this like, why, a, why a would, Jedi why would, would he never, be so goofy yeah, would, wouldn't be so goofy. And Mark Hamill was like, are you talking about the original movie whenever uh, Yoda <laughs> fucks with Luke for like 30 yeah, minutes? He takes like, his cane and beats R2-D2 over the R2, head to it. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, people. It, people. Yeah. <sighs> people are the worst. We've established that many times. <laughs> but we are not the worst. No, no, no. I'll, I'll say this, Our people too. are fine. I think there is an important part of being a fan is, is, is recognizing yes. when a part of your fandom is not good. Correct. So I know Brian's gonna hate me for this, but like, as a Metallica fan, I know where you're going. You've got to you you've got to be able to say that Saint Anger is not a good album. As a Metallica fan, I can say Saint Anger is not a good album. So, you Don't know, look at me. Here's <laughs> well, the thing. Here's, as, as here's evil, my thing. No, as an Evil Dead fan, I can say that Evil Dead One is not a good movie. Yeah, correct. I'm not upset. I know. <laughs> yeah. If, if if somebody came up to me and said, you can take all but one Metallica album to a desert, desert well, island. Well, obvious. No, but my thing is, is I would still rather listen to that album than most other music. Sure, and that's fine, and that's great, but you should still have the wherewithal. I know it was subpar. I, no, I, no one is, is I, arguing that. I, do you, okay, so look, he's doing everything he can to avoid let's, saying let's, it. Sucks. We're not, we're not, deba- we're not I, debating this because I don't think it's. Don't, I know. I don't think it sucks. I still I listen to it. This is still com- conversations on tap, but it's not. Yeah. It's a safe space. This is a safe space. <laughs> no, I don't because I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it sucks right. because I would still rather listen to that than other shit that I've heard right. that have that's pop music sure. or that is huge mm-hmm. fan bases. Yeah, but yes, in the catalog of Metallica and what it means to be a Metallica album. That's down there. Yeah. You know what's worse? Lulu. That's <laughs> sure. That's real low. Well, that's not. Um, but yeah. that's not a. She's or, just facing. I, the, I, I oh, I thought you were looking at my uh, dog. Okay, so to end this. Oh, okay. What? Let Let's go around and just, if you want to, one or two favorite sci-fi movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because we got from studio interference. Yeah. That's how conversations <laughs> on tap phantoms. works. That's how it works. Marcus, what's some of your, like, give me like <laughs> one or two of your favorite sci-fi movies <laughs> that I haven't already talked about. Or, or that you have. That yeah, I haven't reiterated that. I mean, the thing, the, the thing and aliens yeah. are on my top five oh, movies yeah. Oh, yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, there's no correct getting around those two. Absolutely. Um, uh, Arrival. I recently rewatched Arrival, and it still literally makes me cry. At the talking end, talking about a movie that you notice things again, like yeah. retake, take right. take things in again. Like that movie is phenomenal. It yeah. just is so, just the way everything is set up, and it's it's such a it's the, the it's the perfect sci fi movie in that it uses sci fi concepts to explore very human ideas Correct. and emotions. Correct. Yeah, it's it's exactly what sci fi is for. Right. So and to piggyback off those like those very much so the thing is in the pantheon of like my favorite movie of all time yeah. uh, as well as a movie like E.T. which is a phenomenal sci-fi movie same thing it uses alien concepts to, to explore very, very human, human emotions, human emotions. Uh, as well as uh, children he, of children of men have you ever seen I, I know I know have I haven't seen that's have Alfaro, have, have it, have Alfonso Cuaron yeah yeah it's a movie that if you want to talk about taking <laughs> sci-fi yeah. themes and human condition and human drama 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've heard that it's... Do you know what it's about? Yeah, uh, Clive Owen, is, yep. uh, he has to shoot him up. Is that right? <laughs> no, that's that different movie. <laughs> called uh, essentially, it takes place like... Shoot him up. It essentially takes place like oh, real fast. Oh, shit. 20 years in the future and where... nobody can have babies. No one can have babies. Yeah. Clive Owen, oh, uh, his great. his ex-wife is part of like a rebel like faction where they have a woman who is pregnant and it's Clive Owen's job to get her to the border to a safe place and it is brutal. It is intense. It is one of the best movies. It has two of the best long shots that I've ever yeah, the, no, like the no cut no cut sequences like the thing and then the the run through the the yeah. bombed out village. When is did that come out? Two thousand four. Yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah, I remember seeing it in theaters and I was like. Oh my God! Maybe I'll pull O'Brien and watch that, and then you talk should. about it. What, to, on talk, your what's to talk new? about a movie that's seventeen years old, and, it, and it's Guys. a book. And I remember I watched the movie and then found out it's a book and read the book and went, "The book sucks." <laughs> like the movie is in infinitely better because yeah. the book is very much it's more concerned about the science and, the, and like not so much the human drama yeah. of it. But, but yeah, so it pulls a Michael Crichton, basically. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I just want to watch the dinosaurs eat a guy. Oh I don't care God, how you yeah. cloned them. Those books are brutal. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I'll, I would change my answer, but on on the spot probably is the next generation, and I know that's a series, but Star Trek, TNG, Star Trek, yep, okay. the next generation. That that, and it might be some nostalgia in there, but what it? Have you ever seen the thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with yeah. us, yeah, looking at you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we should enjoy it that way. <laughs> If we want to start a third podcast, it's <laughs> I'm telling you, and Vargas and Vargas Bra- and get Brian to watch movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Vargas and Brian react to Brian's yeah, reaction to movies. That's what it is. Correct. It's an audio podcast of you guys whispering into a microphone. <laughs> so look, look, look this, okay, so this is exactly what I'm going to right now. <gasps> oh, okay. So he didn't laugh, but oh, it's okay. that's okay. I don't it's think we got the fun. joke. I don't know which <laughs> which one of us is just reciting the movie line by line this time. <laughs> oh, fucking both of you. <laughs> Cause what? Cause what I get from experience of watching with you two is I, I see you both out of my periphery, and I know you're not looking at me because you lean back just a little bit to look at each other, and then you both laugh, and then the funny part happens on the movie. So I know how this. I know, I know how it works. But but TNG, yeah, yeah, phenomenal. it just set up. It did such good stuff for the Star Trek universe itself. How do you feel about the movies? The, like original the old or new ones, ones or whatever. There, I mean, all the movies I've seen are great. Every other yeah. one is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some definite. Two. <laughs> they've got some in there that are that basically seem like a weak episode stretched into. Or, oh, or, yeah. or sorry, a strong well, episode stretched the, into a that's weak. That's essentially movie. what the first one is. Yeah, like, yeah. just a long episode, and yeah. then the second one's like goes balls to the wall. Yeah, but how, how uh, do you feel yeah. about Picard coming back? What? I you haven't heard? What? I'm. I'm. I'm this, this has been is, conversations. <laughs> No, no, no. This is a real thing. Jean, uh, they're making another Jean-Luc Picard TV series with Patrick Stewart coming back as, uh, as Picard. <laughs> it's like the next next generation. I think it's called the Pepsi generation. No, no, no. It's called the Millennium. <laughs> Actually, Star Trek Discovery is not bad, by the way. I've seen I've a couple heard, episodes. Did yeah. you, the Orville? Have you watched that? No, no, but I heard that Star people Trek. People love yeah. the People say the Orville is a better Star Trek than, than Star, Star Trek, Trek. I yeah. think the Orville yeah. is better. So that's it. Doesn't take itself seriously, which is I, I've heard. Yeah, that it, it's not like well, that's, butt lick fart. That's, right, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not, not Family Guy in space. Right. Yeah, it's but it's it's like a uh, uh, Galaxy Quest was such a great <laughs> Galaxy Quest was the yeah. best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's the okay. best Star, uh, Star Trek movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Where can you find us? 
Oh, well, you can't find conversations on tap really anywhere, but you can find <laughs> uh, you can us find right crammed inside of debates. on. Yeah, tap. basically. You can find us uh, at debates on fans at gmail.com. You can find us at debates on tap on Twitter, on Instagram. You can find us at debates on pictures. Um, and, and again, this is uh, an offshoot and we'll be going for the foreseeable future. Um, but it is under the umbrella of. Debates on tap. Yeah, this, this is still it's us. It's still it's debates part on of tap. the debates on tap network, <laughs> which we have just made tonight. <laughs> which we uh, just expect created. two more shows. Right. Debates on networks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Br- like Brendan and Vargas make Brian watch movies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. No. So yeah. So this will be all still debates on tap. It's just we're gonna be. This will be like another thing we're doing in the off week. So yeah, you'll have a, a fresh flavor for your mouth, a palate cleanser, if you will, a fresh flavor for your mouth. That was Let's, hard to say. <laughs> Let's try to avoid talking about putting ourselves in people's <laughs> mouths. That's all I talk about when we aren't on air. Oh, Be- beautiful. Anyway, for, uh, for conversations on tap, we will see you next time and, uh, have a good night.